Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Today on the podcast, two reality TV experts, also friends of mine who I adore, Brian Moylan and Kate Casey. Brian's a fantastic writer for Vulture, where he brilliantly recaps Housewives episodes. Now he's doing Summer House on Bravo, just hilarious. Kate is the queen of reality TV podcasting. And if you're not listening to her podcast, Reality Life with Kate Casey, what are you doing with your life? We get into Housewives, Shaw, Summer House, Vanderpump, Dating Blind on Netflix. Are you watching this crazy show? Kate spills some really good tea on Dorinda and Tinsley from Housewives of New York. And Brian reveals the housewife he hates the most of all the housewives. Take it all in and enjoy. Okay, so this is a very exciting day. I'm here with two of (laughs) the epic human beings in reality television who are friends, and I know each of them, and you can go back to my deep archives because I've interviewed both of them separately where we've done deep dives on both of their careers, Brian Moylan and Kate Casey. And today we're here to gossip. We have a lot to discuss. We have a lot. I love to gossip. Brian's coming all the way from London. <laughs> Yay. I've been making the rounds. Yes, uh, Kate's come from the OC, not that much farther. It's <laughs> pretty much the same difference. <laughs> yeah. By the point. time you deal with traffic. Yeah, I think that's true. All right. So we have a lot to dig into, but let's just touch on some important things. First of all, Brian. Since yes. you've come to the States, you've made a big splash. <laughs> yes. Have. You have been making ways with the big bombshell that you dropped on Bitsesh last week about Dorit and PK. Why don't you tell us what you dropped and now where it stands? Well, so I uh, made a friend in London who's a fellow Housewives fan, and she told me, and so, you know, this is totally gossip. I don't know if it's true. This is what she told me, was that she has a friend with a big house in London, and PK was staying in this friend's guest house because he and Dorit are about to get a divorce. So I said this on Bitch Sesh, you know, and assuming that, oh, it's just fun gossip for the fans. And next thing you know, like I'm getting messages from Us Weekly. Everybody's calling page six, blah, blah, blah. So it, it, the news broke on Valentine's Day. So they both left these amazing Valentines like, oh, love of my life, blah, 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 posts. Um, and denied that they are getting a divorce. And PK said he was actually in Australia touring with Boy George and he wasn't in London and blah, blah, blah. So they say it's not true. Do you stand by your story? I mean, that's what my friend told me. And I don't know why she would would lie. I mean, so I don't know. Kate, what can you tell us from the investigative squad? Kate has deep sources. Well, sometimes I do, but I don't think I care about Dorit enough to really <laughs> to think about it. But I mean, is it a stretch of the imagination? I think we all can agree they're financially probably strained a little bit. They're on a show. I mean, people are constantly asking them about the lawsuits that they're involved in. I mean, at some point, someone's going to kind of break down a little bit. It sounds like it might actually make the season better if they did. So I'm going to recommend they get a divorce. I know. Unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) I do have on on confirmed authority that this whatever is or isn't going on will not be a part of the season because they're done filming. So that's a damn shame. Right. However, I feel like they she might be sitting on it for the reunion. Oh, that's smart. Here's my thing. I. See, unlike you, Kate, I'm obsessed with con artists. Like, it's my thing. Like, I, <laughs> yes. I love a good con woman, a good con yeah. man, and grifters. Like, I'm fascinated by the psychology. They are they are the premium grifters. And so grifters stick together. And I think whatever's going on with them, they seem to have a weird, obsessive little love thing going on that I think is true. But I also think whatever's going on with them is because of finances and that Uh, they need to be separated. They need to somehow, because it's so messy with them. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. many lawsuits, so many fake things Mm -hmm. are amaze this or amaze that. that Like they're together, but they're getting a divorce to protect her, protect him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally believe that they're still in love and like it's the creepiest love I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But I just feel like it's not so simple and that like... I just mark my words on that one. We'll see how this one shakes out. Uh, that's a very good, interesting theory. 
grifters always come out on top. No, because I was a bit surprised because, yeah, when you see them, they do seem, for whatever reason, like really for in love, reason. unlike yeah. so many other of our television friends who yeah. don't even seem like they like each other. Correct. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, strange relationships, what about Brandy and Denise? What do we think? That's another one. I don't really see the big deal because Denise seems like she's pretty sexually adventurous. Brandy obviously is way on the spectrum. Her husband, Denise's husband seems to be quite somebody who doesn't have many boundaries. I don't know what the big deal is. They hooked up. What's the, what's so then wrong? Why is Denise denying it? I don't, is Denise denying that they hooked up or is Denise denying that they had a like I got lost in I all the too. stories like exactly yeah. what was happening and why Brandy was mad. From what I could surmise, it seems like Brandy tried like Denise is like, yeah, we hooked up once kind of thing, like no biggie. And Brandy tried to make it like, no, it was actually more than that. And so that it was more like a quote unquote relationship. And that's when all of the trouble started. I have a hard time believing that Denise Richards would be in an emotional relationship with Brandy. Uh, Making out, sure. But like an emotionally intimate relationship. Does that seem plausible? Yeah. Like fuck buddies, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But like anything beyond that. But I also feel like Brandy's the kind of person who might think that it's more than it is. And then get hurt. (laughs) Totally. So. Yes. I mean, maybe. But does Aaron know? Like, that's the whole thing was that he was pissed because Brandy thought they were in an open relationship, but they really weren't. Right. And she said I, just yesterday on Instagram or whatever that they're definitely not in an open relationship, 100% monogamous. Oh, she except did when say he gets jerked off by Andy. Masaurs. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't let your partners do that? I mean, if um, Masaur wants to jerk off my husband, he is more than welcome to. And he is more than welcome to enjoy it. If it saves you around. I mean, exactly. Like, this old lady's tired. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Okay. I, there have been two occasions where I was supposed to interview Brandy. And I thought you were going to say two occasions where your husband no. got a happy end. But I, that she knows about. Well, then I got to the point where I called her and she was flustered. And, and both times she said, I'm not really in a great headspace right now. I don't think I'm going to give you a great interview. Can we rain check? And I'm a nice person. So I, of course, say, OK, fine. Even though I had, you know, arranged that week, right. that was my lead guest. <laughs> um, and she just falls by the wayside. So I gave up interviewing her. I'm like, I don't. So I think there's something wrong upstairs. Yeah, no, she's a mess. She's legit a mess. I don't know if she even remembers that she gets in fights with the people that she gets in fights with. Well, I think there's some pill popping going on there. Like there's definitely some chemical things that are not okay, right? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot that's not okay with Brandy. And I think that she really wants back on the show bad oh that's the troubling part is that when these shows have been on for 97 seasons <laughs> and people come on and come off especially the friends of or the past housewives like trickle their way back in i don't know how much i can believe because i feel like so much of it is i need to get a paycheck so bad i need to stay relevant i need to this platform for other things that i will do whatever you say to the producers to make that happen and she's one of the thirstiest. Like it does. Like I, I mean, she she wouldn't know what to do. Her like that's her oxygen. So I do worry about her. I feel like deep down she does have a good heart. No, I'm not getting a lot of. I have no idea. <laughs> Blank stares over here. Just saying. I mean, she's like one of those people that I wave to from across the street. Like <laughs> I wish her well, but I'm afraid right, for her to like come in my car. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No. As uh, opposed to 100%. Margaret Josephs, who's been in your car many times. And I also think that. She seems very desperate and desperate people do crazy crazy things. things. Yeah. And yeah. And I won't even go there with like the Denise. Like why would Denise is like hot stuff. Like she has a Mm -hmm. hot husband. Brandy. She seems so busy with Hallmark movies. Who has time to make out with Brandy in, a, <laughs> in like a weird hotel or a VBRO? Well, that's I don't always know. my question about every affair. Like who has the time? And it's always the busiest people. Like, I guess they just yeah. have to busy themselves all the time. I mean, they make themselves <laughs> make time for affairs. I mean, if you have no downtime, you got to schedule it in somewhere. I would love, like to be privy to the conversations. Should they or had they had an affair, I would have loved to have heard the conversations. Keep this on the DL. We're, we're going to rock it all night long. Don't talk about it in front of the producers. <laughs> Whatever agreement that Denise thought they had made, 
what was that but of all the people (laughs) to have an affair with that you want to keep it somewhat quiet you're gonna do one of the people who is also on the reality show you're on yeah this is a woman who was able to out a like a 10 year old secret of adrian maloof's surrogacy on national television when like even her own kids didn't know about it right like that's the one you're gonna fuck or whatever you did yeah also in terms of two women making out on television i don't know if middle america is like jazzed about watching something <laughs> like that but because women don't really care about other women making out i know men are that's a surprise to them but we don't it's just really like dick care. pics we don't want dick pics either we sorry we don't really Ryan. care but really oh i love dick right because that's well, a gay yeah, man it's and a straight man it's a guy thing yeah women any, are grossed anyone out who wants to <laughs> like I feel like I could do the women of the world a service and just say, like, if you ever feel the need to send a woman a dick pic, instead of sending it to her who doesn't want it, you can send it to me and I will give you whatever affirmation you need right. from that dick pic. But my DMs are open. Public service announcement right here from Brian Moylan. Men, because I know there's so many of you <laughs> just send them to I mean, dick pic. But yeah. if you were going to listen to a story about two housewives making out, are these two the ones that you'd be like, OK, that's kind of interesting? Now, I'm with you, Kate. I mean, a perfect transition to the Roni trailer because we get another makeout session with apparently Leah, the new housewife, and Tinsley. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sonia and her oh. dog. <laughs> you know, I have heard stories about Tinsley in the past. Me. You could Google Tinsley and P. Diddy and find quite a story. Wait, P. Really? Diddy? Yes. Uh, and the girl Aud- Aubrey, the one who went Aubrey out with... Aubrey Yeah, Aubrey O'Day went yeah. out with Donald Trump. Junior. They apparently had some sort of situation with... Th- three people wait tinsley p diddy and aubrey o'day google it i'd watch Whoa. that movie you just I, I just went way back into the pop culture archives girl you just you would watch my not mind. not current or aubrey junior what junior was have gonna, you seen her lately no i have not you need to check that out junior okay. was like ready to leave his wife for aubrey o'day like, i know that's some crazy shit she was in the early 2000s like a fixture in the homosexual bar scene of new york you wait tinsley oh is that no, right aubrey o'day you aubrey could o'day. not swing a handbag without hitting aubrey o'day <laughs> <laughs> and aubrey o'day's makeup person this guy jason kaplan is tinsley's makeup person oh. who is on the show the one that scott Sent down to Columbia or wherever. <laughs> Correct. With yeah. the dumb flowers. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That so, tracks. Okay. I'm, with, I'm just, just, just to step back for a moment. I'm with two people who know way too, like I, I, know, I, I think dumb. I know way too much. Yeah. You guys, it's, it's all right here. This yeah. is the wealth of information right here. I mean, Kate might even know more than I do because <laughs> yeah. I really just do housewives and you do like Kate yeah. knows all of it. Kate, Kate does dumb. it all. Kate, you think know. this is Kate, but it's not. It's a robot because Kate <laughs> has like 16 clones <laughs> that are right now watching everything that you're not watching. And you have I children. Know. No, five. She's got five. You it's, have five children. Five it's kids, the strangest. Yeah. No one will yeah. ever. It's like, <laughs> I need like a, a, a podcast deep dive investigation to figure out Kate's life. No, Why? no, no. It's just that I, I have a photographic memory. Yeah. So helps. if I read something or see something having to do with details about people, I remember it. <laughs> it I don't try. It's just happens. It's insane. Other people have like more interesting su- like superpowers than just that's mine. And I knowing when it, people are pregnant, those two things I have. Did you know about, this is a weird aside, but about Mary Steenburgen's um, superpowers? No. You mean Mary Lou Henner? No. Mary Lou Henner has a photographic member, memory, but Mary Steenburgen was in an accident and woke up oh. being able to write music and <laughs> no. she was just nominated for an Oscar. Good for her. Yeah. Wait, and are she, you and kidding she, me right now? And no, and now she's like a music savant after her car accident. I need to interview her. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. I think she might Is live she in Is she still married to Ted Danson? I believe. Okay. Not on Curb, though, because he's dating Cheryl. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think she... Which lives... I don't like that storyline. I know. I just love that show so much. But I think Mary might live in this neighborhood because I've seen her at like the little place that you wouldn't go if you weren't in the neighborhood. Ah. So maybe I'll just accost her and say, write me some music, Mary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sing me a song. But if she gets hit by a car again, does it go away? <laughs> I mean, I hope I hope not for the then world. Then she can break dance. It's a new thing. <laughs> right. Every time right. she gets a new power. She's just like standing out in traffic. Yeah, I'm just going to say, fly. maybe she's like they have a really cute it. son named Charlie. Charlie Danson? That's a cute name. Ted Danson is so cute. Oh. Right? Can we yeah. all agree? Like, not like handsome, but just adorable. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. So, New York, like, no Bethany. Are yeah. we, how are we feeling about it? it great trailer. I... New York has never let me down. Ugh, never. Even the worst seasons of New York are. <laughs> I always say it's like New York pizza. It's like New York pizza. Even when it's bad, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that with all of the all stars in that cast, that 
Ramona Singer, I mean, she doesn't need a storyline. She doesn't need anything. And no. she delivers. Sony Morgan, same. So I don't really care what's happening. I just want to see them. I feel a little bit. Uh, well, first of all, if this season doesn't work out, I might just throw myself off the housewives boat because I do think we are in a bad, bad time where it's becoming a little bit passe. I will also say that personally, I'm a little bit offended because I feel like I recommended one of the greatest, yes, greatest potential castmates and they didn't make it through. And I don't understand why they hired Le- Leah. My suggestion Mrs. was Mooch. De- Deirdre Scaramucci, <laughs> wife of Mooch. Anthony Scaramucci. And I thought she would have been great. I don't know why they didn't take her. Would have been more interesting. They they do that thing where they take people through the process and then they ghost them. They don't tell them this is why we decided that we didn't go with you. They just never speak to them again. But don't they sometimes go back and say, "Okay, maybe this time." Sometimes, hopefully, they need to put some some air back into that show. Yeah, like they couldn't have given the Barb treatment. You know, mm-hmm. like like hang out, like keep her around a little bit for no particular reason. Right? Yeah, she's just <laughs> that there. was the barb treatment. Yeah, um, yeah, I would have been interested in that. I thought that would have been a great, great, great because he would have been a housewife. Oh, completely. He yeah. would been. He would have been weighed into it. He would have yeah. been like the brandy, like the thirstiest of the thirst, and yeah. he makes I mean, whatever you think of him, he would make good TV. Yes. Quite, really, really charming. Actually, one of the most favorite people I ever interviewed. I loved him. your interview with him. Yeah. yeah. And now I follow him on Twitter now that he's finally part of the resistance. Right. But <laughs> the weird thing about him being on New York is New York, I think, is the least boyfriends and partners of all the shows. Right. Because so, none of them have any. Anymore. Yeah. And so <laughs> it would be weird to like have him there. Well, as my, opposed to like on New Jersey where the husbands like hang out. Yeah. Well, my the way I pitched it was a lot of these women think they have real money, but you got to have somebody from with hedge fund money. Yeah, that's so true. So they have crazy money, but he's also tiled in with all kinds of people in New York. And if he is hired, that gives you access to a whole other, whole other group of people. Yeah, you know, that's that's, that's a good point because New York doesn't really have real money anymore when no. you think about I it. I think Dorinda has more money than we think she does. Yes, I think she has I the most. I do not think that in the least. No way, no how, not happening. Really? No, but, but of all of them, she probably has the most. And by the most, I mean like $5 million. I don't think so. Come on. That apartment alone is worth a few million. Yeah. Well, not the The new one. The one that she gets for free? (laughs) The one that she lives in? I think she gets that for free. By who? For who? Like, who pays for it? I have information that she, the apartment that she lives in is for free. It's offered by the, 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 the building to film. No way. Yeah. So that it will get press for the front of the building? I think so. Yeah. The one, she just moved. She lives in uh, Sutton Place. Uh, Yeah. Wow. I was told, I don't, this is rumor, but I was told that she gets a a spot for free because the building, they have, you know who else lives in that building? Candy Burris' daughter, apparently. Jesus. Remember people were like, how does, Candy's just going to let her daughter live in this like fully furnished apartment? Like she hasn't really had a job before. It's because they get it for free. They are getting so much crap for free. I didn't know an apartment that, that's insane. Back in the day when the Manzo brothers had that apartment in jersey city oh, yeah they were getting that for free that doesn't so jersey city i could see manhattan, <laughs> yeah manhattan is like Agreed. wow that's pretty intense like you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. like la like hey we'll give you you know people like i don't give a shit like people film her every day i feel like new york's like that too so that surprises me actually yeah. but good juice i, yeah, I knew we get for some, free some um, I, wonder if- I think a lot of the stuff they get for free is for free but the problem is that because they get so much for free they start expecting everything for free. Right. So I, that's another thing that really grates or is hard for me to watch sometimes is I feel like there's this metamorphosis where they somewhat are normal in the beginning <laughs> and then they slowly become monsters to the point yeah. where I'm like, you're unwatchable because you're diabolical. Has Ramona changed at all though? No. And I, maybe not. I, no. And I think that a lot, you see that too with Vicky and a lot of the original right. ones because the game was different when they started. And I think that the ones coming on thinking like this show is going to make me are different from those that just, it's the same with those new Vanderpump mm-hmm. kids like Raquel. Raquel wants this to make her life. Yeah. As opposed to like Stasi and Katie who are like, this might be fun. Because they didn't pay them any money. There was no guarantee right. of fame or anything. And they were just like, this will be a lark and people might look at me. Right. That's true. But I would say 
Teresa has changed like as an OG. Like yes, she's but really... Teresa has had so much happen to her that I think <laughs> right. that the rest of them haven't. But you know well, what has She's also white knuckling it because she needs every five right. waffles what I was... for her bank account <laughs> to pay off the say. debts. What yeah. ha- and what hasn't changed is she has not increased a single IQ point. No. No, that's, she is not. That's, you might have lost. She, you called her. What'd you call her in your recap? Like the dumbest human ever. Oh, she's a literal idiot. Like yeah. she is. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think she is savvy. Yes, she is. Um, and she smart, has gotten maybe. savvier. And, and right. I mean, she was in that sizzle tan commercial before anyone <laughs> else was doing commercials. Mm-hmm. Like she was capitalizing on this from the get go. And I think that. And and continues to do that because she needs to. Totally. I could I can't listen to her say daughters anymore. Do- no, she says daughters. And my four she, she adds an R. My beautiful daughters. Daughters. It's daughters. <laughs> Amy Phillips does it perfectly. <laughs> Baby daughter. Um, okay, what's going on? Kate's an authority on Dallas. Uh, today, just hmm. today, I saw they're not filming, and they usually are filming now. And you had said way back that they're going to cancel it, but then I, I thought they weren't. Are they going to? cancel I did it? have an inside source that said that they were thinking to cancel it because the ratings were bad and it, they just didn't feel like they had much to it. But then I talked to uh, people that are on the show and they say, oh no, we're going to be filming. But then I thought they were supposed to film two weeks ago yeah. and they haven't even started. Yeah, I'm going to say this. it's can't. They end up canceling it or they make it some sort of digital version. I won't miss a minute. Oh, you're not I watching Dallas anymore, right? No, Brian? I kind of gave up. Um, yeah. it's bad. Just because I was like, Meh, no thanks. Yeah, this season was terrible. So and it's hard. It, when it when I lived in the States and it would show up in my DVR, eventually I'd be like, okay, fine. But <laughs> right, now I have sure. to kind of like go a little out of my way. And I'm like, oh, no, this is too Like much if work. you have to vacuum. I interviewed one of them <laughs> and I never aired it. It was the most offensive horrendous interview i'd ever done hmm, who and could it be they had the publicist on the line her personal publicist oh my god and i kept listening to her answers and thinking there's no way i can air this because it's so offensive and do you know that that publicist was so angry at me for not publishing it which would have made his client look so bad that now he's like trying to blacklist me so i can't get access nor do i want them anyway to like vanderpump people i feel like you should drop it now i uh, know i don't want to give her power yeah. And anyway, we can all figure out. It's very offensive. I think we can figure it out who it yeah. is. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I feel like though they're afraid if they start canceling them, it's like a house of cards that's going to start. Falling. Yes. And you know maybe. what? That's not maybe the worst, like the stalwarts like Atlanta and New Jersey and New York, like those are strong, but like, let's see once again, Beverly Hills, we've gotten a promise that it's going to be a great season, but I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You start to yeah. just not believe it anymore. But I, but look, I'll still watch Beverly Hills. We'll see what happens. But I also feel like because of Beverly Hills being boring and filming lasting longer, and now New York is coming on before Beverly Hills, I think the schedule might be all like messed up mm. uh, as to like when they're filming and when they're airing. Because yeah. like it used to be like clockwork, and now I think it's gotten a little helter-skelter. Yeah, like the... Mm. the Beverly Hills isn't coming back for a few months. Yeah. Like not until like later spring. So and New Jersey and New, really New York's boring. coming back in like two weeks, right? Yeah. Oh uh, my God. No, April, beginning of April. Damn it, I thought it was March. Maybe they can they already know that Beverly Hills is actually quite lackluster. <sighs> Who knows? I mean, I can't. Now Shaw's. I'm I love Shaw's. Brian, do you Shaw? I don't Shaw. You don't Shaw. That's like one of the few. <laughs> but I did start um I got press copies of that family karma show, the like oh, that Indian looks good. Shaw's. Yeah, it's pretty it's interesting. It's okay. pretty good. I'll watch. Okay, okay, you hate Shaws. I hate Shaws. <laughs> I think those people are the most vapid, no, shallow, I'll, I'll, horrible okay. people. How does that equate with hating Shaws? Of course, that that's the reason. We but love I just, it. I, I don't think, I don't think I can withstand it anymore. Okay, and and then also, in the last episode, MJ was in like ICU or something, and Reza's calling her and berating her, and it oh just reminded me of like. <laughs> Every nutbag that's ever like sent me a hateful tweet or something. And I'm like, in labor, the placenta just <laughs> fell on the floor. And I'm that like, was, fuck off. That was, I have to say, even for that show, Amreza, that was shahaki. Yeah. And she was responding. I was like, how? Girl, but you should I, tell them to fuck crazy. off. But, but I think they've amped it up. Like in every yeah. episode, it's yeah. like, you know, her right. teeth are ugly and her, she, she wears 
uh, she doesn't wear Cartier bracelets. I'm like, you guys live in a shitty house. Right. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be spending so much money on Cartier bracelets, you morons. Well, it is the worst that LA has to offer. And listen, if I was Iranian, that would not be, I would not feel good right. about this being a representation of my culture. Now they do yeah. do some things that I think are interesting. And as a Jew, I like when they like do Seder and stuff like that. Yeah. But otherwise it's pretty vomitous. It was better <laughs> when they went to Turkey. Yeah. And they were like actually and, and in touch with their some culture. And you give some historical perspective. Yeah. But just having them shit on each other because they yeah. don't have nice sneakers. I'm like, I have better things to watch. I know, but I do love conflict. All right, moving on. <laughs> have you guys been, wa- okay. I think the reason I just got sucked into this is because of you two summer house. Oh, I love. Oh, really? Summer and I house. read your recaps and now I'm all in. Yeah. yeah no, I I've never seen it till vulture. this season. I was like, I'm doing summer house recaps. You can pay me or I'm going to do them for free. And they were like, Okay, we'll pay you. So I was like, great, thank you. Yeah, I'm ashamed. I mean, I started watching. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm doing this. And then literally two hours later, I was like in a coma. Like, I love this show. Give me more. Other than, I think it's like New York, Atlanta, Summer House for me. Like, Why is it so good? Explain the reason. I think that <laughs> I have, a, as a Summer House Fire Island person, I have a special place in my heart for like the Summer House dynamic. But I think it's, <laughs> It's a good dynamic of people that do know each other and are together and, you know, have complicated dynamics and you kind of like them, even though they're awful, but you you don't like hate them, hate them. Right. And yeah. And so I just think it's fun and kind of silly and they're all attractive and they're so attractive. I think that also that, you know, they're only there for a short period of time and they've actually worked at their real jobs all week. So they're yes. going to go balls out in the weekend and make really poor decisions. They're <laughs> probably going to have a theme party. Sometimes they have stragglers come in, their friends or people right. they, they pick up from the bars. Yes. And then you're sort of like, who are, you? are they going to regret this decision? And I hope they don't because I'm really interested in seeing if they make out. The only thing that I don't <laughs> like it about it is that I don't believe that Kyle at age what 37 <laughs> would be in a share house with his fiance. It's a total buzzkill in share houses to have an engaged couple. Right? Yeah. Well, totally. and he's, he's a good decade older than yeah. you know everyone else in the house. He's but Lindsay is younger than I think she is, right? Yeah, she tends to make people think she's older than she is. She's, she's Samantha. Young. She reminds me. Am I the only she, person to yes. say she's Samantha from Sex and the City? Yes. She reminds, she gives me, she's a publicist. She's got everything about her. I'm like, you're Samantha. We're like, this is insane. She yeah. is such a very specific type of New York yes. PR girl yes. that I know millions of. I know. And I just love seeing, it's like, it almost creates homesickness how like <laughs> New York PR girl she is. I'm like, oh, Lindsay. I know she's a throwback in that way. Yeah. Because- the only thing I, oh, the only thing, that's the second thing I don't like is that in the last episode, they talked about how Carl fingered her. And I'm like, are we 12? Like, oh, it was- I that? love that they keep talking about it. Finger like, banging, it finger blasting. I'm like, this is bizarre. Yeah. First of all, with, okay. I mean, sorry, but without making out? Ew. Yeah. The- no, uh, weird. I, but do we believe it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so mm. I saw them. I believe. Um, yeah, I saw this last Fourth of July weekend. I saw them making out in a restaurant oh. without the cameras. Okay, sold. Okay, and and um, so I was like, oh, okay, this is happening. Did you watch the show at that point? I watched the show because, and my husband loves it. And <laughs> the only cameo I've ever bought is I bought him a Carl cameo Stop. because it was like $30. And it's like, this yeah. is as much as I'm going to spend on a cameo. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and did Carl deliver? Carl did deliver. Well, because we wanted to know he wears really short shorts. Yeah. And my sure husband does. was like, oh, he just wants to show it off, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, as a tall person, I think he just buys regular shorts and they're really short on him. Right. And so we asked, I asked him in the cameo to like settle our bet. And, and? he did. And he said he buys them short on purpose because he likes short shorts. Oh, so See, I, to, to explain this to me, is he, does he cross enemy lines? Does he, um, I don't know that it's enemy lines. You know no. what I mean? Like, is he a little bit of this, a little bit of that? No, I don't think so. I think he just, uh, basks in, that, in the yeah, adulation. He likes the attention in okay. that, like, New York kind of straight guy way. Okay, here's my question because I'm a newcomer. I've only seen the season. I don't get how the conceit of the show is all these people getting wasted and hooking up. These two have been best friends for like the last three years and it's never occurred to them to hook up before. Well, Carl always had another girlfriend in the house. Okay. And so, yeah, at first I was like, oh, now Carl's moved on to Lindsay because everybody else has moved out of the house. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. But I mean, 
so it seems somewhat legit. Well, I don't the know. first season. Did you ever see the first season? No, no. You got to go back to the first season. Because really? Lindsay was in a relationship with Everett. And they were the annoying couple that are constantly fighting. Yes. They were never meant to be together, but it's like you would go sit at the pool and then they would get into World War Three. Well, that's something like Kyle that was, and Amanda. You looked at this person, but even worse. Well, it's going to be. But that's before Lindsay had boobs. So she had like a great body for like a bandeau top bikini. And yes. now it's jarring because she has these enormous <laughs> oh boobs God. that don't fit her body. Oh, I need to check and that Everett out. And Everett was like a kind of lost in his profession and there were so many layers to it. Uh, and now it strikes me as like, Hey, you're cute. I'm cute. We're on this TV show. Let's make out a little bit and a little, give us like three episodes of storyline. Right. right. Well, they're delivering. Well, I think that Lindsay's love language is conflict. And I, oh, and, okay. and I think that sh- th- that's what we're going to see with her and Carl. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be the fights couple? Mm. I'm here for it. All right. One last thing before we move on to New Jersey, which is Love is Blind. So yet again, I get sucked in. Have you been watching this? No, train wreck? Not. You're going to love it. Okay. So Kate, let You're me ask you. It's on it. Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Kate, okay. let me ask you this. Since... You and I like the same kinds yeah. of shows. <laughs> we, which is all of them. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And I'm telling you, this is going to be your new. I okay. think you should be writing Vulture recaps for that. Yes. Okay. So yeah. here's my quick question. Since Brian hasn't seen it, we won't spend a lot of time. So I'm into the middle of episode two mm-hmm. with my daughter because I am mother of the year. <laughs> this is the one where Oh, they, I'm the like, same way. Don't you worry. Love and get married before seeing each other. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I mean, the concept has me sold. I just haven't oh gotten God. around to watching. They're it. Yeah, proposing good. through a wall. Okay. So, Kate, as a connoisseur of reality TV who has watched every iteration of all of these shows, is this in line with the others in terms of like my daughter and I were under the covers, right? Cringing, like could not watch when they were proposing through the wall and saying they loved each other and were crying. Yeah. Is that normal or is this like another level? We reached another level. Oh, I do think there are cringeworthy moments where you're like, you oh. know that this is not going to work out because that girl's basically like on crystal meth, probably drinks <laughs> gallons of Mountain Dew at home. Diamond, there is that diamond. element, but then there's also this cerebral kind of layer to it where Cameron is a scientist and Lauren is a content creator. Cameron is white. Lauren is black. So I think she thought he was black the whole time. No way. I do think so. Oh my God. Wait, don't so, spoil for me. So because I haven't. It, there's this question Stop. of if you meet the person that you propose, that proposes to you and you finally see each other and they're of a different race, does that make you step back? Because for Lauren, she has said, I've always been someone who, speaks about the the you know b- black rights and right. the, and and the the plight of the black woman and I've never dated outside of my race. So should she find somebody who's not in her race? How's that going to go when she brings it back to her family? It's like kind of the flip of what we always expect that like the white guy is going to bring the white the the um the black girl home. Right. But in this case it's like is the black girl going to bring the white guy home and how does that because I you don't see that a lot on television. No. So that is what hooked me is like, oh, there's this other layer that is not being shown on television and I want to see that. And do we follow them after yes, they get married? That's so the best. after they it's in three segments. So you're going to binge the first 5 episodes, but they're not going to deliver the second round until a week later. I just had a professional hockey player review this for my show last night. I love so it. in the, the second group, <laughs> was it the guy from that, um, Summer House? He's from Arizona, <laughs> Arizona Coyotes, and he's from Austria, so he has this thick oh. accent. But he was like, I was flipping through the TV shows, <laughs> and I found it, and I, he said, I watched all five episodes, I couldn't stop. How yeah, hot is he? it's it's a beyond, okay. like beyond. Wow. Okay, so um, if in the he second wants round, to send anyone dick pics. <laughs> send it my to you. DMs are open. Just you know, the second <laughs> round. I love too because well they have to bring eventually bring them home but there is this one aspect that you will enjoy which is that at, they all kind of know each other you know because they've been going on speed round dating in different pods so they go to a resort in Mexico with the person they're now engaged to but they have to like swim across the pool to see that the person they had as a backup is now engaged to the girl that she had rosé with for two spoiler weeks. alert Kate for God's sakes. It's no, that's not spoiling anything. So round one is proposal. <laughs> round two is like family meet, visits. No, meet like meet and greet, get to know each other at the pool and see what all the other contestants now look like in person. Got it. 
third is the wedding go into the no go into the real world meet each other's families and then if they want to they can go through and actually get married and they so tease it's the producers have married at first sight so it's like a different spin on it right um so it's like we're going to give you this other avenue to kind of figure out if you're emotionally connected then can see each other if you're physically connected and then we're going to give you the space to actually decide if you want to get married but you're in like you're in, you're in, in like the first 10 minutes of the show. Yeah. It's, it's very well produced. Shout out to kinetic and Carrie well Wolf. Done. I had her on my podcast. All right. So highly suggest that's you download that for your flight back to flight. London okay. that yeah. you'll barely you barely know you travel. Baywatch here. B A E watch here. No. <laughs> no. Do you know what this is? No, no but I, <laughs> everything you tell me, I am like sex box. I thought about for weeks. Okay. So Baywatch <laughs> is a show where it's young couples and they're in their twenties and they get a free holiday to a resort for a weekend and they're all couples where the parents haven't met the partners yet okay and they tell them we're gonna observe your relationship for the weekend but you get a free trip at this resort so they send them to this resort and the people observing the relationship are the parents and the parents oh. are in like the next room watching the camera feeds, like watching that. And then the kids go to dinner and they have to answer questions. And the parents ask the questions like through, a, you know, through a producer, like they yeah. tell the producer what to ask and whatever. And so the parents are assessing their relationships. And then at the end, they like go to dinner and then both sets of their parents are sitting there like waiting for them to talk about their relationships. Why is that not in the States yet? I have no idea because it's genius. And what's even more genius is more about parents finding out about their own kids. Like I thought you didn't drink. And then it shows him like (laughs) fall down drunk like all weekend. So yeah, it's insane and amazing. It's like, what's your favorite book? Penthouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So if you find Baywatch somewhere. Ooh, good I'm one. sure it's being adapted as we speak. I mean, fingers crossed. Coming to CBS <laughs> on Sunday nights <laughs> across from Love Island. Okay, so let's get into New Jersey a little bit. I'm really enjoying this season. Um, I don't, I I fell off it for a few seasons, like the Siggy mm-hmm. era. I just like clicked with yeah. like the Marchese. Like I was just like, Ugh. but then um, I've said this before. My aunt was Dolores's therapist on her first season. So oh. I had to watch it. And I know. And then that sucked me back in and I've been in ever since. And then I was kind of interested in Jackie and Jen as new additions. And I feel like they're growing this season. So how are we feeling about the season? And let's talk about some of the drama that's going on. Brian. I like all of the drama this season. I like the Teresa and Joe breakup stuff. However, my problem with New Jersey is the only person I like on the entire show is Gia. (laughs) and like i everyone else i just cannot stand them so i i enjoy it but i also find it hard to watch because i want like one person to root for but i'm captivated by gia the other one i liked was that joe gorga and now we find out he's like faking flips on his houses okay wait breaking news so kate talk about what's going on with joe gorga first of all not surprising in the least well, on his Instagram, he had posted photos of a house flip that he had done when, in fact, it wasn't an actually a house flip that he had done. It was some suburban woman who said, no, we had our house totally leveled and then rebuilt a house. Please don't use our family photo. Later on, of course, he blamed it on a 21-year-old social media guy. Yeah. OK, <laughs> uh, but it's embarrassing for him because he has a book that's about to come out called like Gorga Success, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, it's that. even more nefarious. By the way, I have been I, I had been trying to interview him for like two years and was texting back and forth because he has this book coming out. And then he just ghosted me like a month and a half ago. So I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, screw him. Well, here's the thing. Like it wasn't it was kind of an even another level because so what I from what I read, he was like an investor in the how that the reveal house right so he had some connection so it wasn't like he just literally pulled pictures out of his ass however the before picture was like a completely different house that had nothing to do mm-hmm. with this new house so it was like complete bullshit yeah so i don't know what joe like i he i feel like those two act all the time i'm kind of over do. it i don't believe at any point they ever wanted to have another baby i think they're no. running out of stuff to talk having about. Yes. another baby is the most <laughs> fake real housewife story yeah. ever ever <laughs> 
but I will say unless the, it was me because I truly <laughs> always want another baby. Really? <laughs> always. But yeah. remember when Ramona thought she was pregnant? <laughs> that, was that, that was crazy. Oh yeah. my gosh, she was like, like 50, girl, 57. Yeah, come on. Yeah. By the way, uh, unlike you, Kate, um, Joe's swimmers are a little lazy though. That I did believe because but, his oh shame is <laughs> That isn't that because hilarious. of like uh, steroids or something? Probably. That's what. Yeah, they were like supplements. I was like, steroids. yeah, because why is that guy so fit? I don't yeah. believe any of that. Yeah. I read this great article in Hollywood Reporter a couple years ago about men. Uh, like if you're over 40 and an actor and you have like almost no body fat, you're using something <laughs> like it's not. Oh, it makes no sense. If you look at all of those superhero actors, they're all on stuff. And I have a friend who is an accountant at one of the major studios. And he said that in the budgets, there are line items for like so-and-so steroids. I believe so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So that tracks. But they I call mean, it performance enhancement. Right. Sure. Wow. Right. All yeah. right. So what about this whole Danielle Marge fight in the store with the to- ponytail pulling? And now we find out that Teresa was kind of behind it with the store owner. Like this is getting really messy. Well, from such a classy lady like Danielle, it's shocking. Yeah. Do well, you think Teresa is really that calculating that she would be behind it? I think she's just easily uh, convinced of things. Yeah. And I think that yeah. if you, you can fire her up easily by telling her the simplest thing, like they're not for you, you know, they're talking about you. Yeah. They're sabotaging you in, in your muddled down way. You explain that to her because you have to talk to her like she's in the fourth grade and you can easily piss her off. She doesn't need facts, right? Right. She's not a sensible She's person. Like a Trump vote. Yeah. So you're like, oh, they said this about you. What? And so she, they apparently went to this boutique. And what I've been told is that it was actually the boutique owner, D- D- Daniel I Todd don't, or something. Whatever. I, He's the one that said to Danielle, you should go pull her ponytail. That's why I remember when they poured the hot wax into the right, purse. Right. Like we thought that was enough. And he was like, oh, do you, Marge is like, oh, let me give you money. He's like, yeah. no, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's because he's the problem. But Teresa was wasted. And so she was sort of cajoled easily like, oh, yeah, go along with it. Go. She doesn't get that Danielle will bring her down too. like she will bring anybody down. Yes. Right. So, I mean, even worse than Brandy Glanville. I mean, yeah, she will tear it all down. But I also believe that Danielle would make that up to make Teresa look bad, to make herself look better. Well, apparently there's audio. Uh, I heard this, that they're holding it back. Mm -hmm. That's going to be epic. It's supposed to be the last episode. That is so... Has that ever been done before in Housewives history where they've held back on us? Like where where they haven't shown it, like, like the jinx? This is like the jinx. Yeah, I. <laughs> this is our jinx. Maybe pump Vanderpump Rules. Maybe it's... I can't think of anything like that. Well, and I know that from talking to, or maybe Housewives of Orange County in the reunions, they'll go, "Oh, well, here's archival footage." Right. Okay. They're maybe have... not to yes. this degree. Yes, that's right. Right, where it's a huge bombshell. Well, and from oh, talk... I know what they did. Sorry, Beverly Hills. Can you believe me? Who has no memory? Remember when we found out way later, either in a reunion or another season, that. Lisa had told Camille yes. something oh, and yes. that didn't come out till the editors kept it out. Yes. It was about the whole Taylor thing. Yeah. yeah. And they kept it until that season. Good yes. job. Very proud yeah. of myself. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. But from <laughs> what uh, I've been researching a book about the real housewives and I've been talking to yes, former housewives. So and one of the things that a lot of them have said to me is that they get upset because there are arguments where, it is either factually right or factually wrong and Mm. that the producers and Bravo know the answer, but won't give the answer because they want the audience to be like, well, did she pull her ponytail on her own or did Teresa say to pull her ponytail Mm -hmm. or to get people to fight about it? And that aggravates the housewives because they're like, I know Teresa said to pull her ponytail and they won't tell the people that Teresa did that. That would be, that makes sense sense how they, that's how they produce the whole show. And Mm -hmm. that would be, like to knowingly go into being a housewife, knowing you're going to get gaslit for four months, five months, six months till a reunion. That would make me because I'm so like about right and wrong and justice right. Right. and to know that you're being fucked with. I mean, I know you go if you mm-hmm. have any intelligence. Sorry, Teresa, you don't. But like right. most people are like, OK, I know that I'm going to be gaslit. I'm just going to have to wait. 
that would make me insane. That would make me insane. Well, too. and when you go on the reunion and say, well, actually, the producer told her X, Y, Z. Like, no one fucking believes you. Yeah. So, yeah, you just kind of have to. So I think that when it comes to matters where there is a black or white answer of what happened or what didn't happen and they won't, you know, tell the people the truth, it, it get really galls them. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? In and out, like I follow it, but I don't yeah. watch it re- regularly. Did you watch it? You watched it last night because you did yeah. a recap. Yeah. Were you fired up about it at all? Wait, why? Because Brittany and Jack's had this pastor who has said the most oh, yes. abhorrent this things. This I know about, tweets, right? And they decided not to use him two weeks before and use Lance Bass and right. Ariana and Tom brought it up on camera. Like, really? You just changed your mind about this? You've known about him, and so people are outraged, and rightly so. Uh, you're on the Bravo network on a show where you just yeah. filmed about pride yeah. and you're going to have this pastor you had no idea about. You did no research. Like he's openly said in social media that he is absolutely against like gay marriage. Like, I mean, if you actually look back, I read the actual tweets this morning and I got so upset because first of all, he's a moron. You know, he's like one of those pastors that got a degree from like University of Phoenix. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, people actually go and listen to this moron talk, but to pretend that you had no idea and then to like pretend it's okay. I, I just feel like that network is in this strange vortex right now where like, it's not, I don't, I don't know. What do they stand for? My problem with uh, Vanderpump this season is that it is so heavily, produced let's say yeah and that it's hard for me to watch and then so according to the cast on the show you find out that they've been talking about this pastor for like six months but then just two weeks before the wedding it starts getting addressed on the show and i initially thought oh lisa brought this up so that they could talk about it on the show but then i found out that two weeks before buzzfeed published an article about it and reached out to lisa's publicist for comment and that's why it came up because this article was coming out and that's why they had to fire them. So I was thinking there was production meddling, but there actually wasn't. But what about the Watch What Happens Live that was in January of that year where they brought it up and asked her on Watch What Happens Live about it and she just blew it off. I would never, ever have a pastor that didn't. Right. Well, the, I mean, I believe everything that everyone said. Like, I believe Brittany called him up and was like, do you hate gay people? And he was like, oh, no. And they were like, that's good enough for us because they're yeah, like yeah. stupid. And also Brittany knows that they're not going to find a pastor in Kentucky that doesn't hate gay people. That's maybe, they had to get maybe. Lance Bass. So, yeah. you know, I think she was also like, if I cut out everyone in my life who hates gay people, I would have no one to talk to. At least in her well, in her Kentucky life. She should probably cut them out. Sorry. I mean, like, what do you stand for? What's your value system? Agree. The problem that I have, and I went on a rant about it this morning, was that you're asking people to come to a wedding who who not only did your hair and your makeup, but are your guests who, yeah. who are gay. Yeah, and One when of you have an, guys is a exactly, gay. and you have an efficient, and what you say to all the people at the wedding is, this person represents our value system. We're making a holy covenant here, and they are the person that are delivering the vows that we are saying as you know a, a celebration of our relationship together and our commitment to each other for the rest of the, you know our lives. This person represents our value system. That goes against everything that all of these people in front of you stand for, the network that you're being paid from, and the woman who gave you a job. You're really that dumb? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. Or at least be like, okay, tell the pastor, okay, if you're not anti-gay, then will you apologize? Like publicly. Yeah. And then like that's good enough. Or just hire the Justin Bieber pastor. He'll he'll do anything, that guy. The Hillsong guy. He is. Why didn't they have Andy Cohen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got Lance Bass. Or Lisa. Didn't Lisa do another wedding? I think. Yeah, but I think Lisa was like, this is so embarrassing. What's something that has not been picked up in the show yet is apparently they never actually filed the paperwork to get married. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Really? And so like, when's that going to come up? They're not actually legally married. <laughs> but of course not. All right. So quickly back to, to Jersey. Um, I mean, I think also this happened last week, but like Teresa finally admitting after like 500 years that Joe's a cheater when we've all known it forever. Like yes. She held on to that so tightly for so long. And I just think it's really interesting to see. Like, I wonder what made her finally release it. I think that Teresa mm-hmm. believed a lot of things about Joe that... Um, Turned out to not be true. <laughs> like like he wasn't, with the money yeah. and the and I think that yeah, she's just been completely disillusioned that this man was a good man and was gonna take care of her. So wait, you think that she knew he was cheating, but 
I mean, sorry, you didn't think she knew. I think she knew he was cheating, but she couldn't just admit it to anyone. I think it was kind of one of those things where you see the signs, but you don't look too closely because you don't want to know the truth. Right, right. And Absolutely. So, you just, so she, and as we have discussed, she is a literal idiot. So right. like, she, is, but she I just have kind to... of let all these things, like with the money, Joe's like, sign this, yeah. it'll be fine. She goes, okay. Okay. But that I actually get because like we have the, you know, I've done things like that in my life. Cause it's like, I just trust my husband and I'm not good mm-hmm. at whatever example a, but in like you, I just can't imagine as a wife sitting back. And I love that they always replay at the vineyard where he's like, Oh my fucking cunt wife, whatever. But, yeah. And you see that with the own eye, your own eyes. But this feministic position <laughs> is very but how new, is that being new a femi- found but how, because right. she's very truly an old school yeah. person. Like she has yeah. the Sicilian way right. mindset you stand in her mind. by your man. She's like, it doesn't matter what he says. Yeah. I stand uh, like I'm do- my yeah. job is to have kids. Yeah, you're right. Right. And stand by my man and protect him with my daughters. Right. Daughters. But they, she a hundred percent knew going into the season that she was going to divorce yes, them. That was a plan. And her plan was to let it leak out. Like, yeah. So what do we think about Jennifer? Jen Aiden. Uh, there is no housewife I loathe more than Jen Aiden. <laughs> oh, not Lydia from OC. Sorry, I'm going back. Real. I mean, Lydia from <laughs> OC was like <laughs> fine. No, hate, hate with. But I feel about Lydia the way you feel about Jen. Really, but Lydia uh, never loathe. did any. Oh like, my god, don't get me started on Lydia. Oh I could do a whole god. podcast on Lydia. I think the, it's because we're women, and the things that they said were like so anti-women that that's what riles us up. Oh god, that, and that um, fake magazine. I can't. Yeah. Anyway, let's focus uh, on Jen. So you hate Jen that much? I hate Jen that much. Even be- with the gay brother part. That I like. See, that's the thing is when she's with the family with the gay brother and the kids and the daughter and the bullying, she's great. But then she's like throwing shit at Melissa. And then she's like, well, I didn't throw it at you. I throw it towards you. It's like, fuck you, Jennifer. Like she's she's just so disingenuous and horrible. And I don't like it. So the big fight that they're going to have on the show between Margaret and Jennifer is that Jennifer makes fun of. Margaret like you don't know what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom I'm a stay-at-home mom and Margaret's like you're not really like the personification of a stay-at-home mom like you've got you have a housekeeper you have nannies you have parents like you never had a job you basically got married right away you don't understand what you're talking about and I I don't know people probably like what's my take because I have five kids but who cares if someone is a babysitter? I don't get it. I totally agree <laughs> with cares? you. I think that's bullshit. As we all know, when kids are around a babysitter and their mother, they don't give a shit about the babysitter. You're doing all the work anyway. Maybe yeah. they're helping you clean up their mess. But like, I'm sorry, you're doing the fucking work. Yeah. As you know, if you have five kids, you're doing work. You're not just sitting there getting your fucking nails done. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Marge, I love you, but no. And let's stop judging each other as mothers, whether you're good because you work or you're not good because you don't work. I can't do it. Like, I, I think it just sets back feminism a million years. You know, when people talk about babysitters, my eyes just roll back. I just like, it's the least interesting conversation in the world. <laughs> right. And like, good for you that you can hire a babysitter. Lucky you. Yeah. Right, Brian? Stupid. <laughs> Brian's like, oh. I'd hire a nanny. If I <laughs> Fuck that. I wouldn't even hire a nanny. I, boarding school, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> See you at Christmas. Oh, that's funny. See you at graduation. Yeah, yeah, right. See you when you're an adult and working. Yeah. So we got to wrap up to get Brian to his next gig because he's a busy man. Let's let's get to promoting what we need to promote. Brian, you've got a book coming out. Where can people follow you? Just give us the um, formal You can one. follow me on all the social medias at Brian J. Moylan. And you can find me recapping on Vulture right now. I'm doing Vanderbilt pump rules and summer house embarrassment of riches it's true and he is i mean i assume everyone listening reads his stuff but and you you know how i feel about your writing it just it's other level oh, thank you <laughs> it's it's the best thing in the whole world kate uh reality life with kate casey two times a week wednesdays and fridays um anywhere where you get podcasts kate casey on twitter kate casey ca on instagram uh, what am I missing? Oh, Reality Life with Kate Casey Facebook group. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a an good, that's active, a good group. Uh, active group. Yeah, it's good, good. Kate is watching it all. She's mm-hmm. doing it all. She's yeah. interviewing everyone. The Lord's work. The yeah. Lord's work mm-hmm. so we don't have yeah, to. Yeah, if you get sick of Bravo, I always have recommendations yeah, for other good stuff. And by the way, Kate also reads books. It's We don't understand then how any of it happens, but <laughs> we're mean, just going to... She has five kids. Yeah. <laughs> you I, sleep. Does she? Have you no, ever seen no, them? No, I don't really sleep. I have five hours. Yeah, I bet we've talked about this because I need like the full rundown on Kate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys. This was so much fun. 